I'm Michael Movestro, and you're listening to the Vegas Bright Podcast, Episode 12. On this week's episode, I share a couple of things from my recent Vegas trip, which I forgot to share on the previous episode. I'll share my weird futuristic dream of Las Vegas. We're also going to welcome a new podcaster to the fold. It all starts off with Vegas news around the web, followed by the Vegas Bright Week in Review. So keep it tuned, streamed, or playing right here. The Vegas Bright Podcast. From VegasBright.com. So podcast, it's a Vegas podcast. Michael Vestro, and it's great to be here for the Vegas Bright Podcast. It is always a pleasure for me to be inside of your ears. Wait, no, that that sounds rather disgusting, uh, and I apologize. I do not have immoral relations with your ears. I just want you to know. Okay, so it's been a hell of a week with the news of needless killings by police officers and needless killings of police officers. Sometimes it seems like the world is a broken place. The world is a broken thing. And I didn't really feel like doing a podcast tonight, but someone very wise once said that Vegas is the, uh, you know what? I'm just going to insert that person's quote right here. You know what? This podcast is about Las Vegas, and Las Vegas is kind of an antidote to all the bullshit that happens in the world. You know, a lot of tragic things happen. It's not to in any way dismiss all the shitty things that happen. It's shitty. That was Scott Robin of the Vital Vegas podcast, and I could not say it better. So that being said, let's get on With our Vegas podcast, a couple of things I would like you to know. We have three Author for a Day things going on right now, three opportunities. If you would like to submit an article to us at VegasBright.com, we have Memories of the Riviera. Uh, So if you have fond memories of the Riviera that you would like to share, we'd love for you to share it. Your Luckiest Vegas Trip is another one we got going on where you can share with us your Luckiest Vegas Trip. And the other one, Uh, would be your very first Vegas trip. For each of those, send us about three paragraphs, and if you have pictures to include that you've taken yourself or someone on the trip with you took, uh, send those in also. Uh, You're not limited to three paragraphs. If you would like to write longer, go right ahead. We just ask for at least three paragraphs. Uh, So if you would like to share your stuff with us, go ahead and share your stuff. That being said, let's get it on with Vegas news around the web. Per Vital Vegas, Lucky Dragon is showing some construction progress after months of being draped in tarp. Riviera's casino structure is now gone. 
demolition has been underway, you can now see drone footage of where the casino used to be at VitalVegas.com. The Moulin Rouge project is not going so good. The Las Vegas Review-Journal reports that there will be a court hearing to decide the fate of Moulin Rouge. There's a report out of the Las Vegas Review-Journal that David Copperfield has bought a house in Summerlin for $17.5 million. It is the highest home price paid in Las Vegas to date. Wynn's Encore Beach Party at night has expanded from Thursdays to Fridays as well. It's very thoughtful of him since, you know, Steve Wynn doesn't like millennials. Per the Las Vegas Sun, MGM Resorts now has the largest rooftop solar array, totaling 28 acres. It's on top of the Mandalay Bay Conference Center. It can put out enough power to power 1,340 homes. It is the largest rooftop array in the United States, and at full production, the system will provide Mandalay Bay 25% of its energy. Yeah. It was a slow news week. That's Vegas Around the Web for this week. And when we come back, it's the Vegas Bright Week in Review, featuring the stories we brought you from July 4th to July 8th. VegasBright.com. We're not only a podcast. We cover news about shows, hotels, restaurants, and gambling. We also feature the Vegasy buzz around town like new construction, renovations, and future openings, as well as reviews of places to eat, experiences, hotel stays, and new things to do. And occasionally, we offer a sneak peek behind construction walls to see how a new place is coming along. VegasBright.com. And now it's time for the Vegas Bright Week in Review, the portion of our show where we look at the stories we brought you last week on Vegas Bright. We shared spectacular footage of the Star Spangled Banner performance of the Bellagio Fountains. Greg C. captured photos of the Caesars Palace fireworks display celebrating 50 years on the Strip. Caesars is celebrating 50 years. Isn't that cool? Sam Monsieur reviewed Mind Freak Live, Chris Angel at Luxor. Big AZ Marty reported on the opening of Wahlburgers at Grand Bazaar Shops. Michael James turned the page on his calendar to July. Delight, then confusion, then hilarity ensued. It's all about what goes wrong with those gift shop calendars you buy in Vegas. One of our readers, Solico, shares with us his farewell journey to the Riviera implosion. Big AZ Marty checked in and checked out Bally's Indigo Tower Suite. You can check that out for a review. Remember that review I mentioned where Sam Monsieur reviewed Mind Freak Live? Well, looks like some performer in Mind Freak Live doesn't appreciate his unbiased review. So they sent us hate mail. And we published it. Why not? And finally, Sam Monsieur reviewed Rumor Boutique Hotel in Las Vegas. That's it for the Vegas Bright Week in Review. Be sure to head over to VegasBright.com where we post new stories daily, Monday through Friday. VegasBright.com, the Vegas website where the parking is free. And welcome back. There's a new podcaster I'd like you to tell you about. Uh, it's Cousin Vito's Casino Podcast. He's a fellow paisan. He does a podcast. It's good. It's good. Now, it isn't necessarily a Vegas podcast, but it does cover a good part of Vegas, which is gambling. So if you tune into his podcast or you listen to his podcast, uh, his podcast is designed to help you make luck happen. So be sure to check him out. It's Cousin Vito's Casino Podcast. It's really good stuff, and I look forward to hearing more of his stuff. Welcome to the fold, Cousin Vito. And I just would like to say a disclaimer, he's not my cousin. He's everybody's cousin. Okay, that being said, interesting thing happened. 
last time I was in Las Vegas a few weeks back, I would just like to point out that there are some very good pleasure pits in Las Vegas. And a pleasure pit usually is a, you know, a place where, you know, your typical gambling happens. You know, usually it's uh, it's table games, but also surrounded by slot machines. And in the midst of these pleasure pits, it's uh, there's some good music playing. And there are also some really talented, uh, attractive uh, dancers who are doing their best to distract you from your gameplay. And they're very good at that. I got to say, very good. Anyways, I was at Planet Hollywood. I was at a slot machine just outside the Pleasure Pit. I found a machine. I was looking around. I was trying to find new games I haven't really played. You know, like, you know, just for the new experience of, oh, what does this one do? What does that one do? I like slots. And uh, I was right by the Pleasure Pit. And I'm at the slot machine for a couple minutes. And then the Pleasure Pit starts up. You know, music kicks in. And... Girls arrive out of nowhere and get up on top and of whatever platform they're on, and they start dancing. And so I'm playing my game. I'm looking over. I'm like, all right, party time. Yeah, good times. And then something happened. Now, I know their job is to distract me, so I'm still playing my routine on the slot machine. Thankfully, I wasn't playing a table game or anything like that. And I'll be honest with you, I haven't really, I haven't really played a table game in Las Vegas. I mean, I played like video game versions of it, but I, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on getting up to the tables, playing some craps, playing some blackjack, playing some poker. I'm, I'm working on it. It's a slow process for me. It just is. It's, you know, I see the whole crowd and then I get like, eh, uh, 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 I don't want to like ruin someone's role or, you know, mess up someone's hand or whatever the case is. So I, I usually just like shy away. But Due to my listening to podcasts, like you can bet on that, I I feel more and more like I'm going to I'm like I'm gonna do it, like I'm gonna approach a table and I'm gonna put money down. I think it's gonna happen. I really do. In fact, on my last trip, I actually approached a table and I stood there and watched for a good three and a half minutes before I walked away, which is big. It might not seem like a lot to you, but it's huge for me. So just just work with me on this. Work with me on this. Anyways, I'm distracted. So let me get back to what I was saying. Distraction. Actually, that's exactly what I was talking about. That's perfect. Great segue. So I'm over there at the Pleasure Pit at Planet Hollywood. And, you know, after a good uh, few rounds of the slot machine, I was I played it up and played it down. And it was a fun little machine. Though it was probably more fun because of the Pleasure Pit. You know, I got up and was like, all right, time for me to get going. I got things to do. And I got up and I left. And... I was uh, someplace else by now when I realized that I was so distracted by the pleasure pit that I left my total rewards card in the slot machine. You know, I went into my wallet. I was going to play a video poker at Bugsy's Bar, get one of those nice little, you know, bartenders, you know, fruit cocktails minus the alcohol and could not find my total rewards card. And then it dawned on me, I remember putting it in the machine at Planet Hollywood. I was just like, oh, great. So I didn't want to play video poker without my card being, because then I had to start like paying for drinks and shit. And I was just like, no, I want to, I want my points to count. So I asked a pit boss, I was like, hey, can I, is it possible to get a new rewards card? I'm already a member. I just, I lost my card, but I could tell you exactly where it is. And she was like, 
where is it? I was like, well, it's over by the pleasure pit at Planet Hollywood. And she laughed and she was like, I'll be with you in one moment. She goes away for a few minutes after I give her my ID. She comes back, brand new card. I mean, really brand new, new design and everything. Uh, it's, it isn't at all like the one I used to have. It's shiny though. It's shiny. Uh, and it's, you know, it's all right. But yeah, just, you know, just remember distractions happen in Vegas. It could be at a, at a pleasure pit. It could be at a bar. Uh, it could be people talking around you. Uh, so if you do lose your card and it's late at night and the total rewards desk is closed or the M life desk is closed, just, just ask a pit boss and they will be more than happy to help you out. So now that being said, what I would like to do is talk to you about this weird futuristic dream that I had. And we'll do that after this. And you know what? Let's play some music. Let's stretch this episode out a little bit. This is the Army Blues Band. The name of the song is Stem. You can listen to it right here on the Biggest Bright Podcast. VegasBrights.com. All your Vegasy things, no resort fees. And welcome back to the Vegas Bright Podcast. So, I had this very weird, 
Vegasy futuristic dream. And I had this dream about a week or so before my last Vegas trip. And I remember I was telling Scott Robin about this, Scott Robin from Vital Vegas, when I met up with him at Long Bar. And it was an interesting dream, so I want to share that with you. My dream was that I went to Vegas. It was about maybe 10 years in the future. I think it was 10, maybe five, and I think 10. It was 10 years in the future. And casinos as we know it had vastly changed. Now, it's, it's, it's safe to say that there are a lot of huge slot machines all over the place, especially Buffalo. Buffalo is fucking huge. I've seen some huge Buffalo slot machines. I mean, these machines are bigger than a fucking Buffalo. But I've seen huge Buffalo machines. I've seen huge Wheel of Fortune ones. I've seen huge Big Bang Theory. I've seen huge Wizard of Oz. Ginormous machines. But my dream was much different than that. It was 10 years into the future, or, or maybe a little bit less than that, and I had walked into a casino. The main mode of gaming, as far as slot machines went, was that there were no slot machines. There were some table games, I do remember some table games, but there were no slot machines. Maybe there was one or two, but I don't recall seeing them. The main mode of gaming that casino goers were doing at the time, in my dream, was it was all handheld. It was all via your phone, your smartphone. And the way it worked was, based on GPS location and network triangulation, it knew where you were. So let's say you walk into Harris, it activates your total rewards card, and it sets you up with a system to choose from their games on their network. And that's the way you played. Basically, your total rewards card was not only for rewards, but it was also an account that you would put money on for gambling, for gameplay. And it was just a bunch of folks on their phones sitting at various bars. There were various bars in the casinos, and each bar had its own kind of a scene. Each bar had its own kind of a theme, if you will. But the gaming was the same. Handheld, in your hand, gambling via your phone at a casino. It was weird. And I was talking about this with Scott, and he said, well, that's, that seems kind of weird because, like, look at all these huge slot machines. And he's right there. Ginormous freaking slot machines. But in the dream, it was like, it was a way to it save floor space because all those machines were gone. It allowed more room for other things like food, venues, clubs, bars, things that are pulling in a lot of money now. And that's the way it was. You were at various areas of the casino various bars each thing had a different feel to it but the gaming was being done in your hand right there on your phone and it was just tracked through you know total rewards or harrows or the case was and they were able to i guess you know how, how it works with progressive and stuff like that you were still able to you know do that you were still able to play progressives we were playing it on your phone and it was all it was all there via it was all digital. It was the most bizarre thing. And I remember I woke up and I, the first thing I did was I told my wife about it. And I was like, I had this crazy ass dream. And like, we both agreed that a casino wouldn't be as much fun to us with, without all the lights 
and the sounds and the blinking that goes on. <laughs> it was just, just sitting there on their phones. And I'm like, is this what the future of Vegas casinos are going to be like? Or are you just sitting there and it's all handheld and it's on your phone? No ding, 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 ding. You know, it, all the excitement just seemed gone. And you're just, you're there, you're having some drinks and you're just playing on your phone. And it was the weirdest shit. I sure hope that's not what happens. I sure hope that isn't what happens. Because that, to me, would suck. I really hope that isn't something that's going to happen. But it's just, can you imagine that? Can you imagine if that was the future of casinos? That would, I I can't see it happening. And I hope it doesn't. But for some reason, I feel like eventually that's what's going to happen. Hey, you know what? We have all this floor space. What if, what what if we cleared out some of these slot machines? I I I don't know. I I hope it isn't so. I really hope it isn't so. But that's the dream I had. What do you think? What do you think future gaming is going to be like at casinos? Do you think it's going to get you know all digital, less bulky, more streamlined, more to your phone, more to your pocket? Well, I don't know about your pocket. Uh, no, that's that seems weird. But like. Uh, no more relation. No, let me stop. But um, what do you think? If you're listening to this podcast right now, imagine the future gaming, the future casinos of Las Vegas. Yeah, they might have the same names, but the interiors are going to be all different. What do you imagine that they'll be like? Go ahead and drop a comment wherever you're listening to this. If you got this at VegasBright.com, put it there. If you're if you got this link from Facebook on our Facebook page. Go ahead and put it there. Uh, or if you want, tweet us at Vegas Bright Site. Uh, it's Vegas Bright S I T E. So at Vegas Bright Site. Uh, as, a re- as a reply to the tweet about this podcast, I would love to hear your thoughts. I sure as fuck hope it doesn't go that way. I really hope, I really hope they're not going to get rid of those big, wonderful, blinking, noise making, draw me in like a. F- like a moth to a light kind of a thing. I really hope, I really hope it doesn't become, Hey, welcome to the, welcome to the, uh, I don't know. Bottoms up lounge. Uh, enjoy gaming via our app on your smartphone. Ah, gosh, I, I, I really hope it doesn't go that way. I really, really hope it doesn't go that way. Share me your thoughts. I would love to hear them. That being said, I gotta get going. So let's get to some shout-outs. I'd like to give some shout-outs to Scott at Vital Vegas. You can check him out at VitalVegas.com. He's got a blog and a podcast. Check out Mark Meltzer from Edge Vegas. That's at EdgeVegas.com. He writes in like 78 billion, 14 trillion, and 25,000 places, but he posts links to all of those at EdgeVegas.com. Uh, shout out to Adam from Vegas Fanboy. Check him out at VegasFanboy.com and check out his podcast as well. To Chris at the Faces and Aces LV podcast, you can check him out at FacesAndAcesLV.com. To Mark, Karen, and Tony, the 360 Vegas podcast, you can check them out at 360VegasPodcast.com. And speaking of Tony, a shout out to him and Jason at the Vice Lounge Online podcast. And also a big thank you to the guys at You Can Bet on That. The Gambling Podcast. Remember that question I asked? Asked? <laughs> asked? Asked? I had... I just want to make it clear. I had no Strongbow tonight. I had no Red's Apple Ale. 
I just want to make that clear. I'm just tired. But uh, anyway, remember that question I asked about holding down the Ace of Hearts or the King of Hearts uh, instead of the Ace of Hearts and the Ace of Clubs of playing jacks are better? Well, in a nutshell, trying to push towards that Royal Flush with only two cards of the Royal Flush is a 1 in 16,000 chance. Or maybe it was 1 in 1,600. Either way, they said, next time just hold down the Aces and don't try to push it. But if I have four, maybe three, I could try. So good to know. So thanks, guys, uh, at the You Can Bet on That podcast. And also, I want to give a shout-out to everybody at VegasBright.com. i got to give shout-outs where shout-outs are due to my fellow peeps at our epic website. Pretty all right. It's pretty good. Gets the job done. Gives you your Vegas fix, like some Vegas IV dripping into your veins. Anyway, shout-outs to Sam Monsieur, Greg C., Paper Poster, Blonde Forever, Greg Bennett, Genadius, Big AZ Marty, Michael James, Kelly Lamrock, Alex Kosolova, Matty Ice, Sailor Dude, Lucky Ducky, George Adams, Bob Z, Corgi Mom, and our new writer coming in. Actually, we have two new writers coming in, which is very awesome. We have Michelle De Palma, Michelle De Palma, and we also have Chad Roddick. And Chad Roddick used to write at Vegas Chatter, and now he's coming over to Vegas Bright. How cool. So shout-outs to each and every one of you. Thanks for being a part of Vegas Bright and for everything that you do. And that being said, I will see you next time for episode 14. 14 sounds nice. It's not, it isn't 13. It's 14, you know. I was actually thinking of skipping episode 13 and just going straight to 14 and just be like, a, you know, any elevator in a Vegas hotel. There is no 13. It's just 12, 14. No 13. 13 doesn't exist. But you got to do the 13, and here it is, which explains why this show has been such a pain in the ass to record tonight. I can't tell you how many takes I had to do for every segment. So that explains a lot. And hopefully that 13 thing will just be confined to this one episode, and I will have a great and fantastic week. That being said, thank you for tuning into the Vegas Bright Podcast. We'll see you next time, and until next time, stay Vegas and stay bright.